4 o'clock football frenzy. Hey, you hit me so hard down there. Presented by Dustin DeHart of Nova Home Loans. Call him now at 702-577-2600. The 4 o'clock football frenzy on Cofield and Company. Company. You heard it, 4 o'clock hours here. Candy, Thomas and Mac, Cofield, UNLV game, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock tip against Fresno State. Let's do it. Well, this was interesting uh, from Leonard Fournette. I don't know if you saw this one, but, um, you know, there were some teams, Candy, that uh, did not manage COVID well. Are you familiar with any of them? No, no. I, I Can you fill me in? <laughs> we had a little trouble locally with the Raiders mm. repeatedly. Mm. Uh, Len Fournette, the running back with the Buccaneers, who, of course, was added in the season. Uh, well, he got it. He got it. Uh, he said none of us wanted to give Tom Brady COVID. That's pretty good motivation. Well, the problem is that you know Tom Brady is of an age where he's in a high-risk group, and so <laughs> you, you realize you might have to quarantine for months or something like that. Yeah, Fournette said, I don't think people understand how challenging the season really was. I mean, uh, I had my own ups and downs trying to adjust to an offense, uh, finding my new role. We had ups and downs as a team, too. And what made it even tougher was uh, – you know, that, uh, and this is not something a lot of people realize, we had to socially distance just like everyone else. We had league protocols to follow, family members to protect, and on top of that, none of us wanted to be the dude who got Tom Brady sick. And if you're Leonard Fournette and you've been cut by the Jaguars <laughs> in the preseason, you'd hooked on with what you thought might be a Super Bowl team, and turned out you were right, you really didn't want to screw it up because you'd just gotten free from the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you ended up in a much better situation. We started uh, the conversation. We can go crunch, crunch. We started the conversation yesterday about the NBA um, unevenness come playoff time with regards to crowds. Like, there's little chance the Lakers and Clippers at home are going to have more than hundreds of fans. I mean, it's I know it's May, but they're going to be extra careful. So you could have 500 fans at a Lakers playoff game, Clippers playoff game. You go on the road, Utah Jazz have 10,000. It's going to be weird, right? Because the Jazz are – the Utah's accelerating. Um, they've already got 4,000 fans in. So, by May, it, it could be half the place. Will the NFL be facing the same unevenness? And they did a little bit this year. You know, towards the middle and end of the season, you had some stadiums letting in, like, 17,000 fans, while others, like us here in Vegas, Zippo. Come September, are we still dealing uh, – are we still dealing with – crowd restrictions in some of the more hardcore uh, areas that are really pushing safety, like L.A., like San Fran? Oh, I think without question we're still dealing with those restrictions. I mean, Dr. Fauci said just the other day that he doesn't think anything will look like, air quotes, normal until near Christmas. So I think the cautious jurisdictions like California, it's still going to be next to nobody in the stadium. Sports Business Journal says the uh, Patriots have delayed the due date for season ticket payments from March to June 1st, saying they're very optimistic that they will have fans in the stands and hopeful that they'll be able to do so at full capacity, but they don't know. They have no idea, and I think the other piece of that equation is that if I were the New England Patriots, after the product I just put out on the field this year, I'm not making anybody pay for their season tickets any earlier than they have to either, because... For the first time in a long time, New England is coming off the kind of season that is going to make people think twice when their money is crunched in a pandemic about whether they want to renew those tickets. 
It's a little different when you're the Vegas Golden Knights and you're hot as a pistol in the market and you're relatively new and you came out of the gates making a, a Stanley Cup final. Um, you can you can grab the fans' money and say, hey, you know what? We'll have a decision for you soon. It sounds crazy, right? Hockey over the NFL, but the Patriots right now are in this weird position. Update on the Steelers. Get back in there. I mean, in the trenches. Uh, how about this lead? Pittsburgh Steelers want Pittsburgh Steelers want big, uh, Ben Roethlisberger back, and he wants to return. That quick, huh? That's how it works. Steelers Don't. Steelers drew the drew the line a couple of days ago. They're like, we want or no? They, I guess they said basically that the situation. We're still looking at the situation, uh, but basically there's going to have to be adjustments for him to be around. And we're talking about his contract. He is due. Well, at least his cap hit candy is $41.25 million. So apparently they met yesterday. And uh, Art Rooney II says a mutual desire between the Steelers and the longtime quarterback is to stick around. Good decision for both sides? I was just about to ask you for which side are you asking because that is an important distinction, sir. Um, This is a marriage of no choice. They were betrothed to each other the moment this contract was signed for the year 2021. 41.2 is the cap number, and should they choose to get rid of him, it would be a $22 million cap hit. So what were the odds that the Steelers were going to be able to bring in another quarterback without drafting one this year who's going to be able to play for them on a roster that's built to win now for $19 million or less? Because otherwise, you're paying the same amount to get rid of Ben Roethlisberger and to pay someone else as you are to just keep the guy who's been in your system and give him another run for a team that, again, was 11-0 and 0 at one point this year. I saw if PFT posed the question, would you rather have Big Ben this year, 2021, for $19.5 million or Cam Newton for half that cost at $9.5 million? And I looked at both numbers and I'm like, how about neither? Big Ben's going to make $20 million, and Cam Newton on the open market is going to command nine and a half. What? Look, if you are the Pittsburgh Steelers, if you are the Indianapolis Colts, if you are any of these teams with a win-now roster and a shaky quarterback situation, there are only two words you need to know. In some places, they might consider it one word. Fitz magic. Fitz magic. Everywhere the guy goes, he wins. Ryan Fitzpatrick is the best one-year option anywhere on that market for a quarterback right now. This is a guy who in the last two full seasons that he played was a pro football-focused top 12 quarterback in both of those seasons. Don't want to go for Ryan Fitzpatrick? Think he's too old? Don't like chest hair? Then go ahead and get (laughs) Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston threw 30 touchdowns. Yes, I know, with 30 interceptions. Not that long ago. But if Sean Payton is out there saying, we want Jameis Winston back in the fold, maybe take Sean Payton's word for the fact that he thinks there's potential for Jameis Winston there and some other franchise should too. And at a minimum, I don't know why franchises don't do this. If you have enough confidence in Jameis that, hey, if you got him, you'd be happy. At a minimum, you have to stick it to the Saints. Like, make the Saints pay for him. If they get him back and he's making like three mil a year and then he blows up because Taysom Hill sucks, the rest of the league, like – Everyone else, this is the transition period. You've been waiting for this. The Saints could finally drop without Breeze. Don't let them keep Jameis Winston for nothing. Caleb Herring's on the way, uh, voice of UNLV football, a former Rebel quarterback, 
We'll talk about some of these late recruits for the Rebels, like the guy we just talked to a couple minutes ago, Sebastian McQuig. Dustin DeHart of Nova Home Loans brings you the 4 o'clock football frenzy. Dial 702-577-2600 now. Home prices have never been higher and interest rates have never been lower. Get your mortgage tune-up today by calling 577-2600. Just because it has four wheels and a motor, you can't compare a Yugo to a Cadillac. You know who's better. The same is true when comparing car batteries. Interstate batteries are simply the best. Here are some facts. Fact, Interstate is the number one replacement battery in the country. Fact, Interstates are preferred 5 to 1 by auto techs everywhere. Fact, Interstate has hundreds of authorized places for free battery inspections and service. Fact, Interstates are maintenance-free and have the best warranty in the business, honored nationwide and in Canada. Interstate batteries, outrageously dependable. Las Vegas home values have skyrocketed and interest rates are at all-time lows. That means it's time to call Nova Home Loans, 877-700-NOVA. It's Steve Cofield. I'm telling you, you got to get your mortgage tuned up at Nova Home Loans. In less than 30 minutes, they'll tell you how much your house has appreciated. With that equity, improve your home. Set up a pandemic relief fund or even pay off mounting debt. I got my mortgage tuned up at Nova Home Loans, got money out of the house, and my monthly payment still went down over $200. Call Nova Home Loans now, 877-766-82. That's 877-700-NOVA. Sign up today for a new William Hill Nevada mobile sports account, and you can earn a $50 bonus on top of your original $50 or more deposit using promo code GET50. That's promo code Get 50. The William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app allows you to bet on the go from any iPhone, iPad, or Android device from anywhere in Nevada. Sign up today and you'll never miss another bet. With the largest wagering menu, the mobile sports app features live in-play betting on football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, and tennis. For more information, visit WilliamHill.us. William Hill is a proud partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. At Finley North Volkswagen in Centennial Hills, we're excited to announce clearance pricing on all remaining 2020 Volkswagen models in stock. Choose between discounts up to $7,000 or 0% APR financing. Plus, we're also including no charge registration now through March 1st. Finley True North Volkswagen in the northwest at Centennial Hills. We put the value in Volkswagen. Exit US 95 at Ann Road. Head north to Azure Drive. On for credit with BCI Treasury based on model. No charge registration up to $40 for Nevada residents in lieu of additional discount for new models only. Part deals excluded at 3-1-2021. Savings based on VIN number 1B25E2CA6LC230408. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, you're probably looking for ways to stretch your dollar these days. So, saving up to 30% on workers' comp insurance could mean more now than ever. That's why you owe it to yourself to check your rate with Pi Insurance. With Pi, it's easy to find out if you're leaving money on the table. Just get an online quote in three minutes on your computer or smartphone. Simply go to trypi.com and see if you're overpaying for workers' comp. Pi Insurance was created exclusively for small businesses. Built to make workers' comp work for you with a simple online experience and trusted service. Pi is rated excellent on Trustpilot by customers who say they make getting insurance as easy as Pi. What are you waiting for? Find out today if you could save up to 30% for your workers' comp insurance. Ask your insurance agent for Pi Insurance or get a quote in three minutes at trypi.com. That's T-R-Y-P-I-E.com. Bankruptcy, get your bankruptcy here. You, ma'am, you look like you've got a ton of debt. Well, step on up. I've got your bankruptcy for you right here. Leave me alone. I don't want to file bankruptcy. But you've got debt, right? Practically everyone in Las Vegas has $10,000 or more in credit card debt. That means you should file bankruptcy. It's the only thing I sell here, so it must be your only option. No, it's not. I already went to Panda. You, you what? Why did you? I went to Panda. They told me about all my options. We talked about bankruptcy, but for me, that wasn't the best option. In fact, here's the Panda now. Not Panda. 
Thanks, Panda. If you've got debt, make sure you call a full-service debt relief law firm, not an attorney that only sells bankruptcy. Call Panda. We'll sit down with you and discuss your options for getting out of debt, including bankruptcy and debt settlement. Then we'll work to pick the best plan for you. Call Peters and Associates, 818-3888. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ugh, nothing's worse than starting trouble. We can help you out. We can start with a free battery test. That way we'll know if your battery is causing the issue. It could be your starter or your alternator. You don't want to waste money on the wrong fix. And if you do need a new battery, we've got you covered with a wide selection of replacement batteries. That's what makes us America's number one battery destination. Claim based on data from the MPD Group 2019. Get in the zone, AutoZone. I'm attorney Paul Powell. If you get hurt in a crash, did you know your lawyer can take more money than you? That's right, you get hurt and the lawyer gets rich. Not very fair, is it? When you hire me, those worries go bye, bye, bye. I promise never to take more money than you. And I put it in right. If you're tired of greedy lawyers, call 728-5500 or go to paulpowell.com. I really can help. Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Some restrictions apply. If you need to buy a home, call Dustin DeHart. If you want the best rates with service, that's great. Dustin DeHart with Nova Home Loans. So if you need a loan, pick up the phone. And call 577-2600. Hey, it's Steve Cofield here to tell you interest rates are at record lows and Vegas property values are through the roof. Me and a ton of you ESPN Las Vegas listeners were able to take advantage last year because of Dustin DeHart and Nova Home Loans. Thanks, Steve. It was an honor helping you and the ESPN Las Vegas listeners improve their interest rates and lower their payments. So many folks got to pay off mounting debts or even purchase their dream home. And I can't wait to help even more people this year. So call me at 702-577-2600 today before rates go up. So if you need a loan, pick up the phone and call 577-2600. That's in the heart with Nova Home Loans. NMLS 25011, branch NMLS 777-362. So if you get a win tonight, that will breed confidence going into those next four games against teams in the similar spots beside you in the table. Where are you from, Jim? Ireland. I like your accent. Tough. Oh. I want to learn how to talk like that. But ask your question again. I was too much listening to your accent. Yeah, no problem. Now back to Cofield and Company, live at the Thomas and Mac. I like that Anthony Edwards, the rookie on T Wolves, who threw down a freaking deadly dunk, like literally killed the opponent uh, the other day on a Zoom call there, and just enchanted by the Irish accent of Jim. Whoever Jim is. Anthony Edwards played one year of college <laughs> basketball and is now just a young man in the NBA. He's got a lot of world to learn out there. Are there no Irish? Well, he's too young. I was going to say no Irish pubs in Athens, Georgia, but probably couldn't get in. And uh, who not knows le- if there's not an legally. Irish, who knows if there's an Irishman working the bar at an Irish pub in Athens? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the demographic of the bars and the population. I was going to say it's n- it's not like going to uh, some of our fine establishments here in Las Vegas where that often is the case. Yes. Yes. Adam Candy's here. It's Cofield. Caleb Herring's here as well. What's up, Caleb? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? I, I've never been to an Irish pub that actually had someone with an Irish accent working okay. behind the bar. So <laughs> We'll have to do some research. Does anyone in Vegas know a, uh, an Irish pub that has someone with, uh, who's from Ireland with the accent still remaining? We want to forward this to Caleb. So ask Steve Cofield. <laughs> we got we got to get the information. 
All right, let's uh, let's talk a little UNLV football here in a second, but we'll start out with the NFL first. Uh, interesting from our pal Vic Tafer with the Athletic. Uh, he's got Javen White uh, very high up on the list as under the radar guys who could make an impact for the Raiders this next year, and not a shocker, right? Javen's got a real good chance to to be a player in the National Football League. Yeah, and I, it, it's all about his attitude, the way he approaches the game, and I guess the passion that he plays with. And, and Steve, you've had a chance to to see that up close and personal down on the sidelines, and um, and hearing how vocal he was and how passionate he was during games, the the kind of versatility on the field that he brought to UNLV when he played, and obviously at UNLV was a star. Um, but the versatility is really kind of what kept him afloat as far as his, his NFL projection. And uh, a lot of young players, I think, should take example from Javon White. It's the ability to do multiple things and do them at a high level. And um, uh, Javon playing safety, playing defensive back through most of his career, um, then moving to linebacker, kind of thin there, but put on the pounds and sometimes becoming an edge rusher at UNLV when, when they needed it. Um, but having all those tools in his toolbox, even just the willingness to run down special teams and, and make a tackle, that kind of thing and that kind of attitude shows up on film when, when coaches at the next level and scouts are evaluating, what can this guy do for me? He didn't put himself inside of a box. And I think one of the most you know memorable games for him for UNLV was when he went one-on-one against the best receiver, man-to-man coverage um, from an opposing team and, and pretty much locked him down for most of the game, so or at least for most of that portion. So um, showing that kind of versatility on film, you knew he'd have a shot. Um, and obviously the Vegas story with the Raiders coming over for their first season, uh, you know, people maybe thought this was just a storyline and that he maybe got the chance because of the story of being a formal Rebel player now in the inaugural season for the Vegas Raiders. Maybe that's how it started. But obviously once he got in the building, he did what he needed to do to, to make sure he turned heads. And now he's in a spot where he has a realistic chance of, of making and staying on NFL roster. And what a great story it would be now if that roster was the Raiders. But I do think, you know, he's one of those stories in the NFL where you keep your options open, work hard, love the game, um, and pursue it with, with a passion. Uh, you can land in a good spot. And I think the Raiders understand that, and he's done what he needs to do to, to stick around for now. Javen's also a cool story because he was uh, recruited, but lightly recruited by, you know, big-time schools coming out of high school, more of a two-star guy. was like 6'3", 195, coming out of high school. Um, and those guys are important for the NFL. There are a lot of those guys around the National Football League. Those guys are important for UNLV, which brings us to the preferred walk-ons because UNLV has been scooping up guys left and right the last couple of weeks. These preferred walk-ons have a real chance, and I think specifically in this time period with COVID, there's a lot of kids who are falling through the cracks, and if you're a really good personnel evaluator, you have a chance to get some good guys. We talked to Sebastian McQuig, one of the PWOs, about uh, a half an hour ago, and he's a kid out of San Diego. Really interesting story. There's no high school football. He needed a senior year to kind of raise his profile, and he's gone from 6'5", 210 to 6'5", 240 or 250, and the Rebels are going to roll the dice on him, and he'll be here in June, and he goes into that mix of, you know, longer 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", defensive end prospects. Yeah, and you you see a lot of that with the way Arroyo has recruited. So, you know, I I like to see that from coaching staff when there's a type two thing. You can see that there's a plan. Whatever the plan is, we don't know yet until we see it on the field. But there's a plan for how they're approaching recruiting, and length is definitely a big part of that Um, with the 3-4 kind of system. You've got a lot of pass rushes, really, is what what it turns into in in some cases. But, no, the Sebastian story is, is, like you said, one of those walk-on stories and one of those football journeys, um, really, that, that... gives the sport a story. It gives, you know, a connection to, to fans and, and to supporters of the programs and, and like UNLV, for instance, where 
you say this guy really wants it. And, and talking about Sebastian, you know, the idea that, you know, California obviously not having sports and taking a chance and playing in this kind of adult league setting where you actually have to pay to play and, you know, showing how bad he wanted it and how much his passion to play the game was, uh, how high that passion was. And that to me, that speaks volumes when we talk about, you know, Coach Arroyo and what he's doing, not just building a roster with the personnel, the size, and, and you know, the speed and all the intangibles or the, the tangible things on the field, also the intangibles that he's looking for, you know for sure, and in most cases you know this with all walk-ons, but with a story like Sebastian's where this kid literally is paying to play, like just to get some film on, understanding kind of how things work and how he has to prove himself to the nth degree and willing to kind of bet on himself uh, with that with that league in California. I think it's the winter circle that he was he was in, but yep. to, to get the film out and, and make sure that he had his you know the best chance. And then you look at guys like Rosas, like looking and, <laughs> and evaluating him as a player and saying like, hey, this guy might have something, coach, check him out. Um, and then, like you said, the storyline of that work ethic, that character, that desire to play the game, you can't you can't put words on how much that means to a locker room when you're trying to build a culture. So I think that, as well as the on-the-field stuff that he's proven on the film, um, that culture aspect definitely plays a part into why he's now getting a shot as a preferred walk-on with UNLV. And like you said, we'll see how it shakes out, but this has the makings of one of those stories. Like, I can't imagine – it always gets me every time I've been a part of huddles, the team huddles at the end when a walk-on gets put on scholarship. This has the makings. that It's that story in its infancy where we're starting at the beginning. Hopefully it's tracked throughout and his, you know, his career. Maybe it ends up in that situation, maybe not. But you'd love to see this guy get to that ultimate dream as much as he's wanted it and shown that he's wanted it to, to be gifted a scholarship at the end of it and, and then make it somewhere on somebody's roster at the next level. You, you never know what could happen, but he's shown the desire to make it happen. Caleb Herring's on the horn. We're talking about UNLV uh, adding to the roster, building the program uh, at the back end here, the recruiting period with uh, preferred walk-ons. Another interesting guy, they added a Chino Hills quarterback who was committed to Middle Tennessee State, uh, Matthew Geating, who's around 6'4", 6'5", um, had a big 2019 season in high school with 27 touchdowns and 2,500 yards. And, uh, it is, I guess, it, does this make sense? You know, they have three guys are looking at a quarterback. Uh, they have one coming in in the 2021 class, so why not add another option to the quarterback room? Yeah, and I think, you know, it's it's more of, I think, the guys that you have that you know, you know, with Rodgers, with obviously dealing with, and we knew he was dealing with when he first walked in, dealing with injuries, um, kind of some uncertainty there. Um, also, that you, you know, we got to remember there was a full-season quarterback competition going on where no guy was named the starter, so you're not quite sure if, although you do have guys in the room now with, with Broomfield and, and some of the younger guys, Friel, coming in as well, you have guys in the room, but you're still not sure necessarily who's the guy. So I think uh, with a full offseason, hopefully, you know, knock on wood, the, the offseason goes uh, uh, according to plan, the ability to evaluate everybody and actually see them in practice and in live scrimmage situations before the season starts um, will we'll, I guess, shake things out again. Like we're just almost like we're starting back at square one, but the crowded quarterback room, um, and then trying to shake out who's going to be the guy. I think ideally you'd want your younger guys to have the opportunity with Friel and Broomfield to sit and watch a little bit while some older, more experienced, more ready to go as is project, which was supposed to be maybe the Rogers guy is, you know, is, is ready to go for now and ready to try to win now. But, it's going to be a competition. I know Arroyo is going to go through his quarterbacks with a fine comb, and I think adding uh, you know additional bodies to the room with the transfers, obviously, of Kenny Noblad and with Max Gillum hanging him up, 
Um, I think you kind of go tit for tat there. Is it too much in the room or is it too little? Do we have what we have here, what we need here? I think Arroyo's going to make sure no no stones left unturned when it comes to that quarterback room. Caleb, there is no question about experience versus youth in Pittsburgh where we were talking earlier about the fact that the Steelers are about ready to bring Ben Roethlisberger back for another year. And given the cap situation, I'm not sure how many choices they had in this situation, but based on what you saw from Ben Roethlisberger in his first year back after the injury, what do you think about him coming back for another season with the Steelers? Well, I I think the Steelers made this decision when they gave him the two-year extension, right? I think they understood they were kind of rolling the dice on kind of a win immediately with the team as constructed, which they have a, a pretty decent team on the defensive side. Um, they have some young talent at receiver as well. So they, they've got a decent team in, in most aspects, right? So the, the idea, I think, when they signed the two-year extension uh, back before 2020 started was that they knew they were kind of rolling the dice on an aging Big Ben and who knew how he would respond you know, to the injury and, and things like that. And I think things started, you know, when you talk about 11 games in the season being undefeated, I think you could say, well, we kind of made the right decision. But then once you peel back the layers, I think everybody started to understand that Big Ben was not the answer as far as him being able to get it done for the price tag that he was, that he had. Um, so now we get to this point where it's, okay, we understand we want you to finish out with the, the respect that we have for a great player um, and what you mean to Pittsburgh. We want you to finish here, but we got to renegotiate this because we're, gonna, we're taking a, a huge cap. I think it's $40 million with this contract as it's currently constructed right now. Um, they can do some things to, to minimize that, but it's still going to be a hit, right? Um, I, I don't think that, you know, Ben's the answer. And I think it's funny, listen to the, the conversation between the ownership and, and Ben. They said they both agreed that Big Ben would want to come up, come back and help us win. And that's fine. I get that. But there's a difference, I think, between the mentality of a player that wants to help a team win and a player that wants to be the reason a team wins. And I think Big Ben is in a stage in his life and as, as a competitive quarterback and where he sits among the greats in the game right now, that pride, I think, will have him wanting to be the reason that the team wins. And that's why you saw such an, uh, a, an unbalanced offensive attack where Big Ben's dropping back and throwing the ball 40 times a game, and the Steelers, of all teams, have no running game to speak of, right? That can't be the case in Pittsburgh. Regardless if Ben renegotiates his contract, whatever the case may be as far as the numbers go, Big Ben can't be the reason that the Steelers win anymore. As, as painful as it may be for him to come to that realization, he won't be the reason. He needs to be an assisting piece on the Steelers team in order for them to, I think, win in the year that he has left on the contract. But I think this, if it were up to me, I think the Steelers would be moving on from Big Ben, and it would have happened before the two-year contract extension, and you'd be looking for that next guy, maybe a bridge quarterback or a young guy, to come in and work with the team you have and still be a, a valuable team in the AFC and, and potentially compete for Super Bowls with a, a bridge or young quarterback. Caleb Herring's on the horn with us, former UNLV quarterback, and uh, calls the games as the analyst. Uh, Rebel football right here on ESPN Las Vegas. So uh, there's been some talk on the internet about uh, extension for Derek Carr. You know, the last couple of weeks it was, hey, is he going to be traded? Uh, the extension was kind of laid out by a, a contract site that follows all the deals around all of sports called uh, Spot Rack, Spot Track, whatever it is, Spot Track. Um, and they laid out a five year, $150 million extension. What do you think of that? I would say that is. Too high. <laughs> I would say, you know, 
um, you, you would like to lock up Derek Carr, in my opinion. I think Derek Carr should stick around and the Raiders should build a team with Derek Carr and that offense intact as much as they can um, for the foreseeable future. And I think the offense right now is built to win. But I think if you look at what teams have done in the past, and you look at, I guess, the most recent example would be the Rams, uh, maybe even the Eagles, where you think about the, the quarterback market kind of dictating what the quarterbacks get. I, I think Goff was the first one that I really said, well, that contract's ridiculous for what he's actually bringing to the table. This is a good team, and he succeeded, and he's had good numbers in this system, but you bankrupt yourself in, in ways when you go all in on a quarterback that may not be you know, worth that much money. And if you look at the most successful teams um, in the NFL right now, um, outside of Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes, but even them, when, when they capitalized and got to the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes didn't tie up a lot of cap space. The team was able to be built up before you put, pay your quarterback, you know, that big contract. I don't think Derek Carr is – I'm not going to say he's not worth that much. I think he's, in my opinion, he's one of a great quarterback in the NFL. I'm not going to say top five or anything like that, but he – can get you wins and, and get the job done. I don't think with the amount of work you have to do on that defensive side that it would make sense to tie up that much money for that long in Derek Carr. Um, because And it's not because Derek Carr isn't worth it, but I think just looking at building up the team the right way, you have a lot of other holes to fill before you can start saying, let's pay Derek Carr this much money. Um, I say you, you, you stick with what you got for now and maybe drop that number down a little bit if you're going to extend them um, but I think you have to build more of the defense and more of the, the roster, fill it out before you start thinking, let's pay our quarterback big money like that. Last one. Uh, I mean, you're not going to have an answer on this one. When the J.J. Watt derby will end, I mean, he's going he's gonna to shop himself around and really enjoy this for a while. There was talk on Pro Football Focus about him being more effective inside. How hard is that for a guy his age who's been, you know, a, the glamour outside pass rusher to tell him, at an advanced age, dude, you know what? You're better off playing inside. And the difference between defensive end and defensive tackle. It's a very different experience, I think. And if you look at what he said about his brother not getting defensive player of the year in the NFL and the difference in the stat line of like an Aaron Donald versus an edge rusher, right? Because when you're in the interior of a defensive line, you're getting double teamed pretty much every play, whether it's run game or pass game. You're trying to rush the quarterback, the center, or the guard has help. Um, when you're on the edges, it's you and a tackle. It's you and one other guy most of the time. Maybe a tight end even that you're rushing against uh, to beat and get to the quarterback as far as getting sack numbers and things like that. Also, getting your hand up to bat you know, balls down is much easier from the edge rusher because you have a hand free. Um, and then the run game support, you're the anchor of a defense on the interior. So if a team wants to establish a run, you know, they talk about uh, establishing the first level, which means that that interior of the defensive line is going to get double teamed. So there's a lot less opportunities, I think, for you to individually make plays, which is why the impact of an interior defensive lineman, when you think back to like a Warren Sapp or an Aaron Donald, is so much more, I think, uh, impactful on a game as far as what changes uh, as far as game plan and how you attack a, a solid guy like that. It's a lot different for a defensive end to try to go do that and try to be that guy. And in my opinion, it's a lot harder to impact the game in a significant way from the interior. So it's definitely, I think, late in his career to try to make that change. I think it will be kind of a shock for him. I think he has at times dabbled with it, especially when Jadavion Clowney came to the Texans. He dabbles with rushing from the inside uh, quite a bit, but I don't think he's nearly as effective as J.J. Watt 
was when he's a three-time defensive player of the year if he's an interior lineman. So um, it's going to be hard to learn that new trick. I do think he, at this age and with his size and his, you know, not being as quick a foot as he used to be, switching to that interior might help him to, to stay relevant and, and impactful on defense, but nowhere near the kind of player that he was in his prime, obviously, um, making that switch this late. Caleb, i got one minute left, and uh, this is probably uh... – uh, you need a long answer for this one, but uh, try try to get through it quick. Uh, <laughs> what did you think of Cam Newton versus the uh, the football camp kid uh, going back and forth, and the, you know the kid starting it by basically saying, "Hey, Cam's done, or he's going to be poor." There's opinions have been on both sides. Some backers of Cam, and others have said, "Hey, you know what? That's the way kids are now." I well, wow, that's I I would hate that that be the norm. Like, if kids are just allowed to talk to former NFL MVPs that way and you know, at his camp with, you know, while wearing a Jersey that, you know, he helped pay for. Um, I, you know, I, I, I totally disagree with the idea that this is how kids just behave. You know, if this is a pickup game at a park or something. Yeah. We trash talk things like that happen. This is not that this is an, an NFL player who's presumably has gotten to where you want to get in life. That, that He's reached the epitome of your football success in your mind. What you can fathom as far as, a young player trying to get somewhere and make something of yourself. Cam Newton has been that. Uh, the Heisman Trophy winner, national championship winner, Super Bowl trip, NFL MVP, $100 million made over. Like, he's done what you wish you could do with football. And for you to, to disregard that because of the current situation, one shows you don't have an awareness of how hard it is to actually be an NFL free, an NFL free agent, right? Like, just to even say that is difficult. There's like 2% of the NFL population or the football population ever gets to say that. Um, and then to disrespect the guy at his own camp is just, uh, to me, it's, it's laughable almost. And it speaks to kind of the bigger issue of what sometimes a culture that football cultivates as young players kind of get permission to act out. And they, you know, football becomes their escape and the rules are bent because they're good at sports. And I don't know the backstory on this kid or anything like that, but uh, it, it speaks to that issue when you have guys later in life that become Antonio Browns, where they, they, kind of put themselves before the team and are untouchable in not just football aspects, but life aspects. Um, I think this is an example of how that can start and then be cultivated up. I hope, you know, his apology was sincere and I hope that those mentors and coaches and parents around him are able to kind of rein this in and make it just a a lesson learned. But I thought it was laughable and and obviously disrespectful. I support Cam Newton, if if it wasn't clear with this situation. (laughs) Caleb, you're awesome, man. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, all right, guys. Have a good one. Take care. Caleb Herring, one of the voices of UNLV football. Up next, we got to get to Club 99. we got to rate this commercial read that we uh, witnessed. It was kind of interesting. And John Murray from the Westgate Superbook Sports will get us updated on some of the big numbers up on the boards at the Westgate, especially when it comes to baseball futures. Visit Cofield's Corner on LVSportsNetwork.com for access to the latest podcasts and best interviews. The Chevy Silverado Trail Boss is designed to stand out. Because when you have a two-inch lift, Goodyear Duratrack tires, and an integrated dual exhaust, the last thing you'll need is a road. The Chevy Silverado Trail Boss, ready to off-road right from the factory. See your Southern Nevada Chevy dealers. 
This spring, get in the game and earn cash for betting sports with the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app on your phone or tablet. During William Hill Spring Rewards, earn up to $500 cash back. Between now and April 30th, you'll be eligible for cash back points for every wager made, win or lose on the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app. You'll also earn bonus cash back for teasers and parlay card wagers made on the app. To enroll in Spring Rewards and see participating locations, visit WilliamHill.us. That's WilliamHill.us. Are you tired of constant back, neck, hip, or joint pain? What about those nagging headaches that just never go away? Whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, or suffering pain from an existing injury or condition, Dr. Odell and his staff at Neuropathy and Pain Centers of Las Vegas, they can help you get rid of that chronic pain the safest way possible with non-surgical treatment. Don't let pain stop you from living your life. Call Neuropathy and Pain Centers of Las Vegas now at 702-257-PAIN. That's 702-257-PAIN or go to nvpainrelief.com. The cast iron skillet, the barbecue, reverse here, Pittsburgh style. I'm doing it all now with my steaks. Thanks to meetupvegas.com. Great steaks deserve special care. And meetupvegas.com is where you can get the best stuff. This is not grocery store meat. Never sold to the public before until now. It's meetupvegas.com, M-E-A-T, Vegas.com. Specializing in USDA-graded prime and certified Angus beef. Plus, they've got supreme chicken, lamb, turkey, and pork. You go to meetupvegas.com, use the code COFIELD for a discount. Go there now, meetupvegas.com. It's meetupvegas.com. Time now for Dustin DeHart's Club 99. Back to Steve Cofield. Yeah, funny, Candy, with all the businesses struggling and many going under, uh, there seems to be a couple industries that have just been rocking and rolling. Insurance. <laughs> they got they got big budgets to advertise. And, uh, you know, I'll hand it to them. A lot of the big ones do have really creative advertising. Funny stuff if you watch commercials, and I actually do still watch commercials. I'm old. The Billy Blanks commercial. Have you seen that one? He just wants to throw hands. And if he uses language like, you know, I'm, I'm going to freak out or it's okay. It's okay. But that one's funny. Apparently, is this real, Ari? Is this really a Vital commercial read? Yes. Okay, I trust Ari. I saw uh, it organically. It's amazing. I never see commercials. Uh, this is awesome. Uh, Dick Vitale trying to do his insurance commercial. Bender, Bender, take one. Tonight's matchup, me versus an ugly fender bender. If I can eke out a win, it's going to be a miracle, baby. Uh, Mr. Vitale, it wouldn't be a miracle because gives you a team of experts to help manage your claim. It's going to be a nail biter. No, the co-team is there for you 24-7. It's awesome, baby! Too much? I think we got it. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. The the Vast Sound crew is very, very serious about uh, not giving out free plugs. Oh, I thought maybe Dickie V was saying some bad words. No, it did sound like there was a lot of cussing in that, but uh, Ari and the rest of the crew, they're they're Johnny on the spot for this stuff. Ari, why did you get such an impression off of uh, Vital? What do you mean, such an impression? I don't know. What do you think of the commercial? Oh, it was, I mean, it was cool, but I I don't know. It felt a little bit like when he was doing the water, I mean, the uh, pouring the uh, Gatorade over himself, it felt sure. a little bit like, uh, I don't know, he deserves better. Like, like he doesn't need to do this at 81 years old, right? What do you think? Too much? If you hadn't crafted your entire persona around too much, then maybe I would say, yeah, an 81-year-old might not want to be pouring a Gatorade bucket over himself. There's not much dignity in that. 
The man has made a career out of yelling and going over the top. So you want to throw a Gatorade bucket on yourself, go for it, Dick. It's worked for you this far. I think it's great that he can still do it. He's he's still super energetic at 81 years old. And he can still fire out terms like, the fender bender. I wonder if he had anything to do with that part. Or, like, if he wrote it or if it was just. I'm sure it was all natural. All right, John Murray's up next with Superbook Sports uh, inside the Westgate. Club 99 is presented by Dustin DeHart at Nova Home Loans. Want to talk interest rates and ask about getting your mortgage tuned up? Dustin is Cofield's real estate guy. He needs to be yours, too. Call Dustin DeHart at 577-2600. Raiders 101 is brought to you by Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Low fares, nonstop flights, book now, only at Allegiant.com. Let the winning begin. In 1963, the Raiders hired former USC and Chargers assistant coach Al Davis to be their new head coach and general manager. Davis, the youngest person to ever hold a position of general manager in professional football, brings with him the just-win-baby attitude the team desperately needs. He also brings with him the vertical game, and under his leadership, the Raiders set the modern record for the biggest one-season turnaround, going from 1-13 in 1962 to 10-4 in Davis's first year. Despite narrowly missing the playoffs, it's the franchise's first winning season, and Al Davis is named the AFL's 1963 Coach of the Year. 1963 was a turning point for the Raiders, but a preseason game in 1964 would be a precursor of things to come. Raiders 101 on the Las Vegas Sports Network has been brought to you by the Paul Powell Law Firm. Paul Powell, more lawyer, less fee. Catch all the hockey and your favorite gaming action in the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. Come hang out as Cofield and Company broadcast live throughout the hockey season. Enjoy great food and drink specials like $5 drafts Monday through Thursday. And every day until 8 o'clock, the TI will be serving up 23-ounce Dos Equis or Heineken, plus you get to keep the Pilsner glass. The betting kiosks are open 24-7 and parking is always free for the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. Must be 21 or older. Please drink responsibly. Management reserves all rights. Sky Diamonds, the store that will forever change how people buy diamonds and find jewelry in Las Vegas. At Sky Diamonds, we've created a totally risk-free diamond buying experience. It starts with our nationwide price guarantee. If within 100 days of your purchase, you find a lower price on your diamond, we'll match the price. This ensures you the guaranteed lowest price. One of the nation's largest diamond importers gives you direct access to the highest quality diamonds, backed by our 30-day no-questions-asked return policy. We want you to love your diamond and our commitment to your satisfaction lasts a lifetime so when you buy an engagement ring at sky diamonds you'll never pay to maintain it cleaning sizing rhodium plating all free when it's time to upgrade only sky gives you a 110 percent diamond upgrade guarantee paying you more than you paid us it's our promise and your no risk guarantee sky diamonds official diamond jeweler of the vegas golden knights located in town square south las vegas boulevard corner of sunset Chuck, I know it's super easy, but can you walk our listeners through the process of getting a signature loan at Dollar Loan Center? You'll just need a couple things. Bring along your state-issued ID, recent pay stub, and a few pieces of mail to prove where you live. And if you're getting a loan online at don'tbebroke.com, you can scan and upload all your documents right to our members area. Sounds easy. How long does the whole process take? We print up the contract, walk you through it step-by-step, explain exactly what the costs are. We want to be sure you can really afford the loan. For a new customer, 
all this takes around 30 minutes and you're out the door cash in hand. Once you're in the system, it's even quicker. That was Chuck, founder of Dollar Loan Center, where you can get up to five grand in just minutes. We have over 50 locations or you can apply over the phone or online at don'tbebroke.com. Licensed by Nevada Financial Institutions Division. Customer must meet the normal loan qualifications. Review loan qualifications. Visit us at don'tbebroke.com. Certain limitations may apply. Loans are subject to approval. Hey, Las Vegas, it's Ed Granny from the Press Box here, and I'm back to remind you about BetMGM Sports Nevada, where every play and every game means more than ever. BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks because they help you turn big plays into OMG-level paydays. How to get started in winning? Just download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID. Before you know it, you'll be able to place bets from anywhere in Nevada and take advantage of BetMGM's daily boosted odds specials. Plus... Dozens of betting options for all your favorite sports, including in-play wagering, props, and much, much more. This means every game and every play will have you on the edge of your seat waiting to do your signature victory dance. So come on, download the app today and stop by your favorite MGM casino in Las Vegas to register. Believe me, in no time, it'll be showtime for you to bet fearlessly at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Think about it. You can make every game mean something more. This is a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to wager during what is destined to be the most exciting period of sports any of us have ever seen. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. And remember, always, please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Sign up today for a new William Hill Nevada mobile sports account and you can earn a $50 bonus on top of your original $50 or more deposit using promo code GET50. That's promo code GET50. The William Hill Nevada mobile sports app allows you to bet on the go from any iPhone, iPad, or Android device from anywhere in Nevada. Sign up today and you'll never miss another bet. With the largest wagering menu, the mobile sports app features live in-play betting on football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, and tennis. For more information, visit williamhill.us. William Hill is a proud partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. Afternoon Drive with a hammer. It's Cofield and Company. To say this generation is so selfish. Selfish is for his family. To make sure that he can maximize his draft stock and take care of himself so that he can take care of his family potentially for generations to come? That's selfish? You know what's selfish? Is to ask a kid to sacrifice that so that you can potentially get to an NCAA tournament because your team sucks right now. That's what's selfish. It's Cofield and Company, weekdays at 2 on ESPN Las Vegas. This sports update is brought to you by Finley Volvo Cars, Las Vegas' fastest-growing luxury brand, putting safety first since 1927. News coming down this afternoon that the Vegas Golden Knights game versus the San Jose Sharks game tomorrow has been postponed. This due to a San Jose player being placed in the league's COVID protocol and the San Jose Sharks facilities being closed. It's Cofield and Company's Eye on Sports Betting with John Murray. All right, let's do it. John is up. Hey, John Murray, how are you? Good. What's up, guys? Uh, I assume Adam Hill is there, given his work ethic. I'll just assume that he's in studio right now and say, hey, how you doing? Uh, he is not here today. It's actually Adam wow. Candy. It's the other Adam. Uh, wow. Adam Hill on assignment. Okay. Yes. Oh, but he is, he, so he is working, right, Stephen Adam? I mean, Adam Hill is, okay. Yes. So at least as long as he's working 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, then uh, I can't complain. Yeah, you can pretty much guarantee that. I know we're at the Thomas and Mac today. He'll be down here at 8 o'clock for the game after covering USC. NFL, probably some horse racing today as well. Unbelievable. He's covered. Wait, what is he covering today? I, the I, NFL? Made, I, I made up the horse racing oh. part. Well, you never know with him. I, 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 I saw him doing uh, interviews, I think, at the Aviators Media Day or something. I was like, I didn't even know that that was still going on. Yes. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Yes. Unbelievable. Uh, so I'm looking at, by the way, I, you pointed out a couple months ago, you guys have really uh, 
beefed up your web content at Superbook Sports. And I was looking at uh, a lot of the odds up here, and I want to get to some of them. I did notice you guys are super aggressive in Colorado, and and you guys are actually starting to kind of delve into the world of boosted odds. How does that work? So you're talking about like the Nathan McKinnon odds boost we have today at uh, Superbook Sports in Colorado? Uh, You know, there's smarter people than me that set all that up is really what it comes down to, Steve. But, you know, they give a, they give an extra bump on the price there. I think that on the McKinnon one, the real price was like McKinnon was plus a quarter to score a goal, and we boosted it up to 2-1. to one. Uh, And last night we had a deal in Colorado as well where you could actually bet the Nuggets plus 15 in honor of Nikola Jokic. That's his jersey number. Okay. So, you know, that doesn't always work, though. We had one for the Super Bowl. Chiefs plus 15 in honor of Patrick Mahomes' jersey number. Sure. And I believe they lost 31-9. to So we're giving people uh, extra incentive to play with the Superbook in Colorado, and we're going to be doing that in Nevada soon. Are you all? I was going to say, do you expect yeah. folks to come in and start blasting away with boosted odds, and then it becomes the norm across the board in Nevada? Well, I think you've you got to do that to compete, and you're seeing more and more of the national sportsbook uh, outlets. They're doing that now, and – you know, it's hard to compete with them in terms of their marketing dollars. So you've got to to keep up with the Joneses. You've got to have these kind of offerings. And then we have them in Colorado. We're going to have them in New Jersey. And then hopefully someday we'll have them in Nevada. And hopefully someday very soon we'll have them good in news. Nevada. Good news. John Murray with uh, good news for the players here in the state of Nevada. Where are you guys right now? I assume you've gotten some action the last week or so. Where are you guys right now with the NBA title odds with the Nets? And the Lakers, we were at a joint the other day right across the way, well, close to you guys at, at TI, and they had the Nets all the way up to plus 160 to win the title. You know, we're uh, a lot of animosity in the room over that because there's some of us that uh, that aren't big Nets believers. And then there's, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Jeff Sherman at Golf Odds. He's kind of a local celebrity. I've heard him, man. Big Nets guy, and he's mad at us because we, <laughs> we we do have a bit of a liability now on Brooklyn. Uh, we've got the Nets all the way down to three to one. They're the second favorite. The Lakers are plus two seventy five. Expect the Lakers seed to drop here a little bit in the next few weeks. No Anthony Davis. LeBron James at some point is going to have to take some nights off. I have to believe that. And you could see the Lakers fall a little bit. And uh, the, the, really, the team to watch in the Western Conference to me is the Utah Jazz. We've got them all the way down. Five to one, they're they're playing some tremendous basketball right now. But we certainly would be a lot better off uh, with the Jazz or the Lakers winning the title than the Brooklyn Nets. I just got a, a very helpful text from Jeff Sherman. We were having a conversation about 20 minutes ago about Irish yeah. bars in town with uh, potentially with someone Irish with the accent behind right. the bar, and Jeff was right. like, "Yes, McMullen." So I know he's very familiar with that place. Oh, McMullen is great. I mean, I certainly haven't been there uh, since the shutdown, but uh, a, a tremendous soccer bar, a Liverpool bar too. If you're into such things, Liverpool Football Club. Yes. Fighting from the weekend. Uh, how'd you guys do? I don't know if you had a me- mega handle on Derek Lewis and Kurt Blades, but that one turned out pretty good for the dog. Yeah, great, uh, great one for the dog there. It, 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 it wasn't a high handle UFC event. You know, the, the one this weekend also is kind of the same story where it's, there's not a lot of really high profile fights. The pay-per-view event that we've got next Saturday, March the 6th, I think we'll see a ton of action on that. But so far, not, not, a, ton, not a ton to speak of. Did I, I did have a guy come in uh, this morning. He bet $9,000 on Kevin Kroom, who's fighting Alex Caceres. Uh, but that's so far really the only uh, notable wager we've taken on this UFC fight night. Boy, if you are ready to go, like, hardcore knowledge on baseball, uh, Superbook Sports has you covered. You guys have uh, Rookie of the Year up for AL and NL, do you get? I mean, do you get big action on that this early on? Yeah, you will. What you're going to get in, in those those you're talking about the AL Rookie of the Year, NL Rookie of the Year pool, you see a lot of sharp guys 
jumping in on those numbers, knocking those numbers down. And those in the past have been some tough pools uh, for us to win in, to tell you the truth, because it's really, it's really a market where it's almost exclusively wise guy money in the rookie of the year. You'll get some public action in the MVP, guys taking long shots on people they've heard of. But uh, the rookie of the year, yeah, you'll see action right away, and you'll see it from guys that you respect. That's usually how that goes. At six to Sanchez, the favorite, a two to one in the National League, and Randy Arozarena, who uh, I think everyone got a look at last year in the postseason, but technically he's still a rookie, so he's the favorite in the AL. At uh, plus AL field is loaded, Steve. There, there's a lot yeah, of right. big names. I mean, you got Wander Franco. He, we have him at fourteen to one. He's kind of down the line there. He's been considered the number one prospect in baseball for a number, a couple years. A couple one overall picks are in that American League Rookie of the Year pool, including Casey Mize, Tigers pitcher. So. There's some really good, high-profile rookies in the American League, so it should be an interesting race. Michael Kopech, he of the uh, maybe he still has a hundred mile an hour fastball. We'll see as he comes back from an arm injury. Yes, sir. And if you if you want to add somebody to those pools, you come to the Westgate Superbook and ask to add a player, and we'll put him in there in uh, any of those pools, Rookie of the Year or MVP. Home run title is also up there for all of baseball. Mike Trout is the favorite at twelve to one. Hometown hero. Joey Gallo, I thought he'd get him at a good number, 16 to one, second choice. Well, he, you know, Joey Gallo just mashes the ball, so you can't have him up there too high with all his power. He's a guy. Uh, that's another pool too. You'll get some, you'll get more recreational money in that one than you will in the rookie of the year pools. But uh, there's a lot of wise guy money in there too, and it's something we got to monitor pretty closely. Candy, Nelson Cruz, 40 to one. Glaber Torres, 40 to one. Let's go. Come on. Get in uh, Torres, 50 to one. My bad. Uh, no, you can you can have all of the action on that. Good for you. I, I want you to get some of that sharp money uh, of yours Jr. in there. He's on there, too. This is unbelievable. I love this. I'm so fired up for baseball, John. I can't wait for baseball. Tatis Jr. is unbelievable, but the strike against him has to be playing in that, that Petco Park. Tough to launch bombs out of there. Keep an eye on my guy, Juan Soto. Yes. He missed the start of the season last year for the Nationals due to a COVID scare. He's healthy for the whole year. Definitely a candidate there. He, we got him at 14-1 to 1 to lead the majors in home runs. John, so much news right now around Deshaun Watson and is he going to go and where is he going to go? If mm-hmm. so, have you had anybody coming in and trying to throw darts at any of the teams for Super Bowl futures in terms of where Watson might end up in the same way that they did with Brady last year? I don't know that it's the same thing as what we saw with Brady, but we've, we've seen guys, but we saw a few guys bet on the Carolina Panthers. I'm not necessarily saying that's because they think Deshaun Watson is going to go there, but we did see some people taking shots on Carolina at 80 to one, 50 to one. We knocked them down to 40 to one. I love that coaching staff in Carolina, and I know that on paper Deshaun Watson would give them a very solid team. The problem to me is that's such a good division. Like, let's just say Deshaun Watson does go to the Carolina Panthers, they'd still have to compete with the Buccaneers and the Saints just to win the NFC South. Uh, that'd be the problem there, but. So far, no one's really biting on Miami, another team that he's been linked to. And if he went to the New York Jets, I don't know that that would be enough to get them over the hump, at least in my opinion. John Murray's with it. John, let's close on this. What are the plans for the tournament? Obviously, we're still dealing with uh, some crowd restrictions. Things are opening up. I know we're out there. The uh, the first weekend is where they're mm-hmm. on uh, Friday during the game. So what do you guys have planned for the fans and the betters? We're going to have seats in the uh, the International Theater, the Cabaret, and then obviously you've got the, the seating in the main sportsbook area. There's going to be first-come, first-served seat, uh, seats as well as the booths and the pods, which you can, of course, lease or rent for the minimum spend. 
I think the book is going to do great business during March Madness, guys. I, I've, I've got a lot of people have reached out to me and tell me they're going to come out this uh, for the tournament. But I think keep in mind, get the message out there. It starts on Friday, not yep. Thursday. Yep. There's a lot of people that don't seem to realize that. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and I don't know what Monday is going to be like because you guys know in the past Sunday has been the getaway day where, A, everybody's leaving town, and, B, they've all lost their money and they're hungover. So I don't know what Monday is going to look like, the last day of the second round, but I think that Friday and Saturday is going to be the busiest first round we've ever had in Nevada. And I expect the Westgate to do tons of business on the tournament. Yeah, I think the Monday is a big adjustment. And speaking of yeah. uh, not knowing about it, I know uh, we have, I think the station has the press box out there on Thursday morning, so that should be a good time before the tournament starts. Yeah, we'll but to, the, might the tournament. Change, might have to change that up. Yeah, you might want to take a look at that. And then, you know, you know the next weekend is going to be really interesting because they're playing the Sweet 16 on Saturday and Sunday. So uh-huh. I think you're going to see big, a big uh, escalation in the handle for the Sweet 16, big drop-off for the Elite Eight Monday and Tuesday night. John, will we see you? Will you give us some time on that Friday 319? Because I'm, uh, I'm especially working so that we get to talk to you. Do you want me to come on the show? Yes. I, I mean, I, I usually do the show with Johnny Von Tobel. I know he's a man about town. Um, absolutely. If you guys can squeeze me in on March 19th, I'd be happy to come on the show. Uh, we have to have John on Friday. He's a regular Friday guy, and I will insist that John <laughs> is on so that we have the uh, John plus John combo. I'll be there. I look forward to it. Thank you, John Murray. We appreciate it. All right, guys. Take there care. Tournament's coming up. Monday. What do you think of that? I think everyone's going to be thrown off. Like they don't realize it's not Thursday to Sunday. I mean, Monday's a big it's it's a big deal and a big adjustment for us just in the tourism industry. Or all of a sudden, fans are like, "Oh crap, I'm not going to get there on Thursday. Now I got to extend my trip all the way to Monday." Here's the real problem: if you're trying to sell this to your boss as getting sick Wednesday night and <laughs> then I'm out Thursday, it's a lot easier than say on Friday. Oh God, yeah, you know. Not quite there yet, as opposed to saying, I'm sick on Friday. you got the whole damn weekend to get ready, and now you got to come back on Monday? Ah, the NCAA isn't thinking of people who like to lie to their bosses. Visit Cofield's Corner on LVSportsNetwork.com for access to the latest podcasts and best interviews.